Philippians chapter 3, verse number 16, before you take your seats. Nevertheless, where to we have already attained. Let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. It's a scripture, isn't it? The Holy Spirit gave me this word for somebody this morning. One of the ways you can destroy your own life is unnecessary changes. And I don't know who is making changes and is about to make a change that will disrupt your life. So what this scripture is saying is that you have come to a certain point in life by minding certain things and following certain things and believing certain things and walking by certain principles. That is the way to you have already attained. And the word says that do what? Walk by the same rule and mind the same thing that has brought some results in your life. Message says what? Now the message, put message. Now that we are on the right track, let's stay on it. Simple and short. I think this makes it very, very, very simple. Now that we are on the right track, let's see. How do you know you are on the right track? You know you are on the right track also by what you see, the results that you see. It take as a church. We have not been on a wrong track. If we are on the wrong track, we will not be where we are and we will not be standing in this place today. If we are on the wrong track, it's the right track that has brought us here. So, you have pressures from different sources, advices, uh, detractors, uh, even friends, people who are not happy with your progress. And when you make progress, people are not happy. They will meet you even, you are looking nice. Hey, you are looking nice, oh, but inside there's some hatred and there's some envy that is there. And if you follow these ones and pay attention to these things and what people say and do, you are just about to make a change in your life that will take you the wrong way. Pray for yourself in a moment that God will show you the way. Yes, show me yes, the way, oh God. Show me the way. The show right me the track. way to walk on the Keep right me path. On the right the right track. Track. Keep me on the right track. Keep me on the right track. Keep me on the right track. Keep me focused. To finish the course, to run the course, to finish the course, 
on the right track in the name of Jesus. Let me mind the same thing that has brought me this far. In the name of Jesus, your word says that if I shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord and not turn to the left nor to the right, let me not turn to the right or to the left. Let me stay in the course. Heed your voice. Heed your voice. Follow, follow, follow. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Deliver us from the evil yes, Lord. of confusion. Amen. Of sudden turnaround. Yes. And sudden change of direction. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That yes, Lord. will destroy our lives. Yes, Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. Cause us to stay on course. Oh, yes, Lord. And to achieve the things we have to achieve. In the name Amen. of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 May God deliver us from what's the word? Somebody who changes their mind quickly. Yes. Erraticism. From being erratic. Yeah. Erratic, just say, What you about it? We move walk. The next time somebody will say, Oh, this one it doesn't work like this. So it rather works this way. Then you are there. Then this one there. Then you have you've moved there. May God give you a solid foundation. Amen. Of things that are Take it down for me. Things that you believe is that this is what I believe, yeah. and I cannot move away from it yeah. suddenly. Thank you. It's not also to say that you don't change anything about your life. You change because maybe what you thought was the way, you find out that it's not the way, and it is foolishness. Somebody said that. What is the use of a mind that you cannot change? Your mind is useful to the point that it can be changed. But he said, where to we have already attained? Uh -huh. So the things that we have done that have brought us this far, let us not fall to erratic changes. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. You are married. Your marriage is working nicely. And then you make somebody who say, hey, if you're a wife, you don't have to listen to this and do this and that. You have to do that. Then suddenly you have changed in the house. Your husband is like, what's, what's the matter? What has changed? Oh, nothing. This is because somebody told you something or spoke to you and it has changed your mind suddenly. And it is about to destroy you. But all along, your marriage has not been bad. 
BC. So, but the thing was leading you well. You have made progress out of it. You are, you are, you are related to somebody. You take the person for a father or a mother who is helping you, who is advising you, who is leading you in life. Then somebody comes and says, ah, this person is a very bad person. He has done this and that, 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 that. Then suddenly it's like you are breaking away. But that is the beginning of your destruction. But since you've been following and you have been relating with this person, life has been going well for you. But that erratic change. So, have you noted the scripture? Yes. Have you written it down somewhere? Yes. Uh, oh, this church, they don't write scriptures. They don't note scriptures. They just look at it on the screen and they go home. That's not how to treat scriptures. Father, let your word find place in our heart. Yes, Deliver Lord. us from the evil of destruction. Thank you. And cause us to advance Amen. with speed. Amen. Advance with speed. Amen. Advance with Advance. speed. Yes, Lord. Let somebody be re-energized this morning Amen. to advance with speed. Amen. I feel the speed of the Spirit leading us into advancement and leading you into greatness. Greater success. Amen. Thank you for your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. One of the foundations of teachings that have advanced us and brought us this far is the teaching on Anakazu. Do you know Anakazu? That's why we have Anakazu Bible School. Anakazu is, is, is our word and is our teaching. Now, it takes us into our work as a church. What we are supposed to do, which is evangelizing to people. And by this time you understand that the church exists for the salvation of others. Do you know that one? I said, do you know that one? You, you won't mind me. I still can't hear. Hey. And if a church is not winning souls and turning people to Christ, there is something wrong with the church. Are you with me? There's something wrong because there is no other institution to do that work. UN... United Nations, they have different things they do, such as what? What? World Food Program. They supply food to people who are hungry. And what else? Refugees, UNHCR. They look after refugees. And what else? 
children. There's what? UNICEF. They look after children. Health, WHO, is there. So they do different things, but I have not heard of one UN gospel salvation ministry. They engage in different things, but they don't have anything that brings salvation to people. They have what brings you food to eat when you are hungry, uh, give you shelter when you are in trouble, uh, if you manage to stow away or find your way abroad and you are a refugee or war has made you a refugee, how to take care of all those things. You see, but there is nothing they do for the salvation of the soul. IMF, they will bring money when we mismanage our affairs. But they are not concerned about whether the people are born again or not. So the point I'm making is that there is only one institution called the church that has the job of looking after the souls of people and being concerned and working towards the salvation of the soul. So as soon as we stop doing that or we don't do that again, then we have actually, I mean, disappointed God and our existence is not necessary because that's what we do. There are weddings that happen without church, true or not true. There are funerals that happen without church, true or not true. Like yesterday, I was at the cemetery somewhere. The people next door to us, in the, they were fighting nicely. As I looked there, I didn't see any pastor there. I've even been to one, I remember, where we had to actually go and take cover behind uh, buses and things because they were flying stones and missiles all across the place. You know, some people, when they die, they bring a lot of confusion into the world on their, the day of their exit without a church. But finally, they were buried. I went to a cemetery where, when we were about to bury, some other group came and seized the whole coffin and the dead body and ran away with it. Uh, but, the, but the person will eventually go into the ground. Yes. So whatever it is. But for the salvation of the soul, it takes only the church. Yes. People marry every day without the church. So the main thing for the church to do is not marriage. People prosper without the church. So the main thing for the church to do is not to make people prosper. God, they prosper without the church anyway. So, we are charged by God, called by God, and charged by God to be the institution or the people that carry evangelism to the lost world. And let us never forget about this or relent from it, or even to drop it. Now we are there as a nice social organization 
we are doing that. That's why when we come to our church, there are different types of people. They are very big people in the church. You may not know them. And then there are some of us also. And then there are also a lot of young people. So some people who are big or a certain stature in life, I, I saw in Kolankola I don't like. I've heard that one before. Yeah. But these are the people who also respond to the gospel. When we go out there and we are preaching in our basenta or crusade or thing, the people who respond are the young people. But you want a church that is made of a bourgeois, it's a bourgeoisie church with big people that when you come, it's ambassadors and things like that. It is nice. It will be great. I also want to be in a church like that. But when we function as a church, it doesn't result that way. That's not the result. When we function as a church, we'll go out there and look for souls. When you go out there, you will not meet the ambassadors. Have you gone on outreach and met a, a Burkina ambassador to Ghana before? You will, not, you will not meet such people over there. When you go there, you meet people like us, normal, ordinary people, and we will not say that, no, you are not the ones we want. We want the big people. So we, not, we minister to them. They receive the gospel, and then they come to church. And we have a lot of young people, and it is never a problem, and it shouldn't be a problem to you. And remember that it, maybe you didn't start going to church early, you didn't become a Christian early. Some of the problems you had in life, if you had an opportunity to be born again and to be in church earlier on, you could have avoided a lot of those problems. Say it is not true. No, no, many of those things would have been avoidable. Those stupid things you wouldn't have done. Not even when you think about them, the way it pains you that you have been so stupid. You could have been delivered from them. And, and we also came young. That is the point I was also going to make. That many of the people you find around, they came young. We are young secondary school people or university, whatever. Young. And then um, we grew in the system. You will hear... Um, the prophet says, when he's talking about me, he said that I was a student. Yes, I was an accounting student at the time. I'd finished university. I was a, a student into accounting, professional accounting. I was a student, not married, nothing. I was walking around. Just like anybody. Only that time there was no dancing stars. And by this time, me a dancing star par excellence. It's true. It's true. So when they come, young people, they also have to be engaged in the church. So then they find dancing stars, and they like it, and they love it, and they are happy with it. And some of us also love it. Although we can't join them, we are happy with it. How many are happy with it when they minister to you? Yeah. But there are also other people who make negative comments. 
Let's be spiritual and stop this kind of, uh, your friend is saying, how did he say it? Eh? No, yeah, let, let's be spiritual and stop this dancing star sentence. I don't know. If spirituality, then you come with a hard face and sit down with a dull service and sing some hymns. And by the time you go back, even you are, you are sadder if there's a word like that than when you came to church. I rather prefer a church where there's laughter and there's joy and there's jumping and there's dancing stars and there's music stars and there's good music and I'm filled with the presence and the power by the time I'm going out of the place than a place that I just sit down hard and I don't think that's how Christianity is and that's how it's supposed to be. You can't respond to the preaching. Even if you are preaching, you are preaching to dead people who can't say amen. That's not it. Are you still here? So everybody finds their place in the church. The older ones, they, they have their place. They have what they are doing. That's why we haven't asked um, Mr. Dogbe, for example... To join the dancing stars. I think I've suggested it to him before. <laughs> Have I suggested it to you before? And then I'm saying it. <laughs> I, it. I don't know how it will work. First, the stamina will beat him. Second, the flexibility of body. He won't see top. He can do only half of the first song. I mean, he will collapse. We have to have ambulances around for people like him and Mr. Do and others doing dancing stuff. Even the children cry. Some say they have collapsed before. They said, but I mean, at the end of the day, we were not sure that it was real. They say, so that's their place. One day after first service, somebody was sitting uh, one of her grandmothers. I said, oh, you have finished your service. Won't you go home? She said, no, I'm waiting for the dancing stars to come and dance. So this second service is on, and she's still around. I want the dancing stars to come and dance. Then after that, I'll go home. Even the music they are dancing, it is uh, what unbeliever music and this, this, that, that. Hey, let's be happy. Let's be happy. If you don't like happiness, join another church where they don't like happiness. There are many churches that don't like happiness. And we are spiritual. Yes. We are also very spiritual people. Prayer, everything, we are in it. Yeah. Even last week, we were here in the convention, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If you come, you see another, another side of the church that you don't see. Because Sunday is not for uh, these kind of things. That's all. The pastor of the church, he just comes to speak and go. That's all. I can let you roll over here 70 times over. 
Unfortunately, the place is uh, tiled with carpet. But the places I go to preach that there's no tile, there's no carpet, and it uh, uh, dust, uh, this kind of, yeah, yeah, that's no screeding. The concrete, uh, the, they've cut the floor, and everything is like the place I went recently. If you step there, the dust is coming. I'll make you roll in it, eh? and by the time you wake up, no, you bruni. Yes. It's all there, but Sunday, when we come, it's a, a type of service. Then there's another type of service we do another day, but you won't come. As you don't come, they oh, the church, they don't do this, they don't believe in this. You don't know. Ignorance is what is killing you. And it's self-inflicted. Okay, I'm preaching. So I'm preaching on Anakazov. Luke 14, 16, practicing Anakazov. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bid many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidding, come for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I've bought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray thee have me excuse. Another said, I've bought a five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excuse. And another said, I've married a wife, therefore I cannot come to your dinner. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in either the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel that word compel is the word anakazo. So anakazo them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of these men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Beautiful, in it? So anakazo means to compel, to force, to necessitate, to go to drive, to go a little beyond a very too gentle and too diplomatic way of doing things. A type of evangelism that has some force, some energy in it. Because if you are too cool and too gentle, you can't evangelize. You can't do evangelism. No, 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 no. And especially in our modern times now, people don't just respond to a cool, like, I mean, somebody came to the house and maybe you have left a flyer or a destin, a tract, then from that day he has become a Christian. No. It takes far more than that. So two things I'm emphasizing this morning. Number one is that we approach life and especially 
um, evangelizing to the world with a little more force and energy. If you take Healing Jesus campaign, that goes out and a lot of thousands of people are gathered to hear the gospel and be healed and so on. It is not like when they come out and they put their um, um, billboard. Do they, they don't even do billboards anymore. Uh, they are staged there and then people gather. No, there's a lot of work that somebody is there doing for a space of about a month or two months. Church to church, people to people, preaching here, meetings here, and so on, before that gathering is done. So there's nothing that comes by chance. And note this also for your life. The reason why your life doesn't seem to be moving on is that you are too cool. Knock your neighbor and see whether they are cool or too cool. Are they cool or too cool? Who cool, boko, better? That's why it doesn't move on. Are you listening to me? Your own life, it needs some energy. That's why I say, oh, me, I'm a cool person. You are cool, but you are not making progress. Your coolness is not helping you to advance. Then is it a good thing? I don't think so. Who is not cool? Am I not cool? I'm a very, very cool person. Is Pastor Sedu not cool? He's a very cool person. And do you see him? Uh, he's walking around and he's shouting and making... Have you seen him like that before? He's a cool gentleman. We are all very cool. But when it comes, it comes to a point that coolness will not help. Bokoness will not help. I have to rise up and put energy into the thing. And for this thing to work, I must force it before it will work at this point. If I don't force, I will not get the result. If you cool it, it won't work. Yes. So I'm talking about evangelism, but I'm also talking about your life. Somebody should come and force the life for you. Even how to wake up and go and get a job. There's no, there's no job, it is true, but people are getting jobs. You are online searching for jobs. So this thing that I've applied here, but I applied here, but nobody has said, but have you followed up? Oh, no, they said they will call me. Sit down, they will call you one day. <laughs> so this man, he did the feast. He had the VIPs, the cool people, and the diplomatic people that he honorable people send the written honorable invitations to them 
and to his shock, they failed him. They will not come. So if you follow the cool and honorable way, you'll be shocked that there'll be no response and there'll be no result. So if we are a, ch- a church, it's a, we like only honorable people in the church. Who is not honorable here? By the way, are we not all honorable people? One big people and people who are decent, very dignified. We will sit here and have an empty house. Because the Anakazo man, that's what he did. He sat there and sent invitations. And he was shocked that there was nobody in the, for the party. All the friends and people who should come, they didn't come. And the place was empty. And being an Anakazo man, he said no. My party cannot be without because he had made food. There was a lot of meat and a, a lot of uh, kebab and uh, jollof was there, everything. So what are we going to do to all these plenty things that we have? I remember the ice cream. It was like a, a hill. Yeah. So he said, no. The place where we can get results is the streets. Yes. Because the people in the air-conditioned cars, they are not minding me. The people in the air-conditioned houses, they are not responding. Let's go to the street. Yeah. Is somebody getting stronger this morning about life? Ebi, are we a student? Yes. Yes. I was saying, now you're cool about it. We're trying for 30 minutes. I'm trying to talk about it. I'm trying and this, that, that. That's why the thing is not more. Any break to cut yourself off from the world and the people and sit down and for hours and hours and hours is not interesting. I mean, it's not comfortable. But you know that this is the only way I can achieve result. If I stop this, I'm failing. So you just force yourself into it. And Akazo is forcing. Somebody needs some force. Shake your neighbor sitting by your side. It looks like you're the one who needs some force in your life to be able to move somewhere. Ah, are they? A little waking up. And a little stirring up. And a little movement. And a little causing yourself discomfort and displeasure. That's how people get results. Anybody you see, the, people are, the person has reached somewhere. And something, it's not like that one day or hobbock or like that. Then something moved the person. Now, you find if you talk today, you see that they have been through a lot of unpleasurable things and moments. Are you still here? So, we have practiced anakazo in the church and it is one of the things that has brought us where we are and we are not stopping it. Who said we should stop it? Who is that? We are not. We, here we haven't done much of that but my former church were doing we close down the service after worship and one, two, three. They say, okay, we are all going out. We suspend the service and we go out and carry people into the church and come and preach to them. Kolegono, we're doing that thing in Kolegono, Achimota. I mean, 
going out and compelling people. That is what we do, and we are not stopping. We even have to do it more at this time because people have become even more stubborn than they were before. Oh, yes. In, in relation to the gospel. Yeah. I mean, we are here, we are saying that those in the Western world, they don't fear God, they, they are atheists, and they don't believe God, they don't go to church. The thing is catching up with us gradually. And this charismatic we have, didn't we get it from them? Yes. So if this is what they have become. It is coming to us gradually. Because a time comes, even after COVID, you know, people um, speaking to people that when COVID came and we were home for some time, after that, they didn't feel like going to church again. Yeah. Many churches reduced like this and they never recovered because the people have just decided to stay home. And it's like right now, as we are here, the thing is uh, online somewhere on whatever, Facebook or whatever. So I'm home, I'm, I'm, I'm streaming. Wada. Yes. Whatever. You remember what you used to do during the, yes. It's the same thing they are doing and even worse. So in terms of even a little sacrifice for God, that is Sunday I'm going to church. People don't want to do it. And we are getting there. So, to do what we have to do. Listen, we'll have empty house. Every church will be empty. Every church will be empty at a certain point. But we are not there yet. So let's rise up. In our season of evangelism, let's rise out with the spirit of Anakazo to bring more. He said, go to the, uh, the, 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 the highways, go to the road, go to the street, go to the lanes. you find people. Yes, they are poor people, but they need the gospel. They are lame, but they need the gospel. They are blind, but they need the gospel. They are all to Amutoguso like that. But they need the gospel. Anybody that you find, bring in. So this is a story that Jesus told to show us what we have to do to get people into the, where the food of the gospel is made ready in a banquet. Yes. And that's what we have set up here. This is the banquet. Every meeting we have here is a dinner. It's a party. And our job is to organize people to come and be part of the dinner. If we don't do that. And even you, you, you are too ashamed to go and stand before somebody and say that you have to be born again. And uh, uh, you have to receive Jesus. And I want to invite you to church to come and listen to the gospel and be saved. And if you are too ashamed to do such a thing, then Jesus must be ashamed of you by this time. He looks at you and said that you, you are ashamed of me. I'm also ashamed of you. That's what he said. That he ashamed of me. I'm ashamed of you. You have been in church for some time. You haven't done anything like this before. That on Sunday you are coming and six people are following you. And that these are the people I've ministered to and I'm bringing them to church. You can't talk to people. You can't approach people. You can't. It's a very unfortunate thing. 
It's most unfortunate. You are too dignified. You are too important. Too, too important for God himself to handle you. Because God, God was here with us as Jesus. What was he doing? Was he not going around preaching to people, talking to people, poor people, non-Jews, everybody? And you say you are too big for that, too important and too great? That's the work of the church. If we don't do that as a church, and if you are not involved in it, as a Christian, then you are lost. You have missed it. You have missed it. You have missed it. There's nobody who is too much. That's our work. And Akazo is the work. Compel them. Force. Necessitate. Drive. Do something wilder. Harder. And I said, apply the same thing to your life as well. And then it draws you. Would that too much? Force and wake up. Force and keep yourself awake to do something. Because that's what the body, it likes to sleep. You know how many hours the body will sleep when you leave it. Yes. That's why you don't leave it. Set alarm, wake up, do something. You're a student, study. You're a Christian, pray. Study Bible. Do something. It moves your life forward. Force it. Force it. Force it. Force it. Number two. Let me just give you this scripture and it will be enough. John chapter 2. Very good at all. Mm -hmm. And the Jews' Passover was at hand in verse 13. Jesus in an akazo mode. This scripture is Jesus in Anakazo mode. And the Jews' Passover was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changes of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cord, that's a whip, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables. And he said unto them that sold doubts, take these things hence, make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, the zeal of thy house has Eating me up. Mm. So this is Jesus 
in an acasal mode. Is Jesus not a cool, gentle person? When you see him walking, is it not like that? Cool, gentle. And he, have you seen him running before? No. <laughs> cool, gentle. But the coolness and the gentility was one thing. But when it came to the point that people were denigrating the temple and he had to get up and do something about it. He didn't sit coolly and said that, oh, look, stop selling sheep in the church. Eh? It's not good. My father is not happy with it. Hey, you are doing forest bureau in the church. Is that what the church is meant for? No. It shall be called a house of prayer, not a house of forest bureau. Hey, what you are doing, God is not happy with you. No. He didn't do any of these things. He got up and made a whip. And started shipping the people. Yeah. He took real king. And she, God, Abraham, she, what were you selling at that time? <laughs> she, the Pharisees and the priests, she, she, come and see. There was confusion in the temple. Running here, there, everybody. Then the table put this one off. Then the money is trying, 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 trying. The money changes, and the forest bureau people, the dollar was missing with the CD and the euro. And I mean, complete. That's what Jesus did. He went in and said that, Look, don't you know that it is written that my house shall be called a house of prayer? And you have turned it into a house of merchandise. What do you mean? And he got up and went. So I'm saying that there is a time that you have to get up and take your whip. Take your scourge. There's a time that you need to take up your whip. I'm not advocating. I don't know whether I am. But I'm not. I don't know. Have I really... Like this modern day of not whipping. Me, I don't believe it. If one thing helped me in life, it's whipping. Because I fear to be whipped. Intimacy may, 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 may hear the right thing so that they don't whip me. If there was no whipping, I'm sure I would have behaved differently. True. I said, don't whip, don't this. Let them feel free and let them do what they want to do. I mean, that's also the result we are getting. Even Jesus was whipping grown-ups. And he said, we shouldn't whip children. Yeah. How many have been, where your school, they, they used to whip people. You have marks there. No, no, they shouldn't do it too much to give you marks that up till now is dead. That's not it, but at least there must be that. Did it help you or not? Wouldn't you have misbehaved a lot? Yes. So even your own children, 
No, no, no. If you have to whip them, whip them. My boss, I used to whip them in church. They misbehave in church. I take my belt in church and finish them. Yes. After that, we are still friends. We are never enemies. I mean, one I whipped him one day, then he came back to say, no, he, 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 what they are. He came back and talked nicely to me for what I've done. And then I asked, who said you should come to me? Because I wanted to find, I, don't, I didn't think that was his mind. Do you see? So Jesus had a whip. Ask your neighbor, where's your whip? Instead of making a whip and whipping Satan out of your room, you are just there sleeping and crying and Satan is just uh, enjoying the atmosphere around you like that. Now they are that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about literal kings that uh, that's not it. But your prayer on your knees and your word and the things coming out of you is like whip to the devil. When he comes and he sees you and he hears you, he can't stand over there. That's what I'm talking about. And Jesus was not even chasing devil. He was chasing so-called church members. Yes, human beings. So, Jesus in anakazo mode. Hey, he will whip you right now. So, we are, I'm speaking about your life. And I'm speaking about how we can apply the principles of the Anakazo man. He said, go out to the highways and, uh, and bring them in that my house may be filled. The house of God should be filled. The house of God should not have all these chairs say, like a decorative something that we have. Is it for decoration? It's for human beings. Human beings are supposed to say that each chair is expensive. I can, as I'm saying, I can remember the price in dollars. Bought from somewhere. They are not made in Ghana. Even wooden chairs we can't make in Ghana. Proper ones. And they are for people. And he said my house should be filled. It shouldn't be empty. So as we rise up in evangelism, we have our, what is SOS? Season of salvation. And it is on. So we are driving, everybody is driving Everybody is forcing, everybody is compelling, everybody is necessitating, everybody is moving until the house of God is filled with people. Uh, pastor, it looks like you want people so that you will say that you are a great pastor and things like that. That's not what I am looking for. If it's about saying great what is here, I can say great. It's enough to say great. Yes. What is there, I can say great for it. 
But that's more people will be saved just like you and just like you and just like you too. The day we'll go to heaven, we will not regret. Last week, those of you who were here, I was reading, what did I read? Yes, what did I read? I have final question, but what did I read? Ah, About, yes, the people who were in the foolish virgins, people who were known to be great and things, and when they got there, when Rick Jonah had his vision and got there, and he was so amazed and fascinated and was carried away by everything. They told him that, look, we are at the lowest part of heaven. And I, there, there was something very important I wanted you to know. The way you are all shouting, final quest, final quest. I said, you didn't hear the right thing. It's not about final quest. It's not just about final quest. He said that we, listen, Maybe that's why they call it foolish virgin. We were the people who knew the Lord. Does somebody have that thing? We knew God, but after we were saved, we didn't do anything for him, and we lived for ourselves. That was the key thing. That was the key thing that you should note from there. That they knew God, yes, there was no question about their salvation and their Christianity. But the reason why they were in a place far away from the throne and from the glory is that after they knew God and after they were saved, they lived for themselves and did not work for the king. And when they go to heaven, they were so sad because they had disappointed King Jesus so badly. Bad disappointment. He said that the sorrow and the grief that we went through in this place, you can never imagine it and it can't be described to you. Those who didn't do anything, that's what is waiting for us. Stand. Father, let the spirit of Anakazu, the spirit of relentlessness, Anakazu means also that you, relentless means you don't stop until you get the result. The man wanted people at the party and he never stopped until he got the people. That must be your, 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 your friend is saying, your way of life. I'm not stopping. I'm not giving up. Oh, the spirit that will make me pray until some particular person is saved. Let it be upon me now. Lift your hands and receive the spirit of Anakazo, the spirit of pressing on, the spirit of relentless pursuit, pressing, moving, going again until you see what you have to see and get what you have to get and see the result that must be there. Even the spirit that will make you rise up about your own life and not let it just remain where it is and stay where it is. 
but to move on because it needs a little bit more energy and a little bit more power. Maybe somebody needs to press a little and you see great advancement in your life. Somebody needs to press a little. You see great advancement in your placenta. Somebody needs to press a little. You see great advancement in your business. Somebody needs to press a little. You see great advancement in whatever you are doing. But the reason why nothing is moving and nothing is advancing is that we have come to the point where we are just coolly there. Coolness is over today. It is over today. But you are rising in strength and in power. Thank you, Lord, for the revival in our spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now you are not born again and you want to be born again. I want to pray for you. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord. Listen to me. Hell is real. And maybe, I don't know when Jesus is coming, but he said, I'm coming soon. If he comes after this service, I don't know where you will be. Whether you will be in the fire or you will be in heaven. You don't want to be in the fire in hell. You want to be saved. Now I'm giving you this opportunity. As every eye is closed and every head bowed, you need Jesus. Lift up your right hand for me like this. I need Jesus. I need to be born again. God bless you. Your hand is lifted up. Come to me in front here. I'm praying a special prayer for you that Jesus will come into your heart. Come. Come to Jesus today. Somebody, God bless you. Keep coming. Come to Jesus. Oh, I feel a life-changing moment for somebody that God is changing your life today, forever. Come quickly. If you are coming, come quickly. If you are not coming, nobody should force anybody to come. Come quickly. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. It's a life-changing moment. Only those who are serious about it that I want God to change my life and to make me into a new person, to give me a new life. Only those people should come. If you are not like that, please don't come because it's a life-changing moment. God wants to change something about you. He wants to put you on the right course. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Say this prayer with me. I'm leading you in your own prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it loud, Lord Jesus. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. Write my name in the book of life. I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me, for washing me with your blood. Amen. God bless you.